Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi. I'm Kevin Close. And we are coming to you from the balcony of the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Harmony of the Seas. This is our stateroom balcony. Our stateroom balcony. We are actually docked in, I was going to say parked, we're actually docked at uh, Coco Cay, their private island. Um, we're going to do a whole show about the Harmony and our experience. We're going to talk about Coco Cay and uh, all the cool stuff that's happening there. But what we wanted to do was we wanted to come to you with a separate show because we felt that this needed its own show. Yeah. <laughs> we have reasons. Um, we uh, decided to get the unlimited dining package on this cruise. We, Kevin got a really good deal on it. Um, it is more than paid for itself. Just a little tip. Sign into your Royal Caribbean login. Use your login and sign in. Sometimes you find that the add-ons that they offer you, you get a better deal right in their app. And that's what I did. I got a good deal on the uh, Unlimited Dining Package. Ultimate Dining Package. Unlimited Dining Package. And we've more than made up for it. We've more than got our money's worth, I think. We've enjoyed it. Um, Every dinner in a specialty restaurant. And one of the offerings on this particular ship is Wonderland. And Tracy had been on, been here and eaten here on a previous cruise, and we thought we would give it a try. It looked like it was fun. It looked whimsical. Um, you know, it's a it's a different new dining experience. So of course we want to try it. And oh, wow, <laughs> that's all I can say, and not in a good way. So I'm gonna let Kevin start with from the moment we sort of got to the restaurant. What happened? Uh, you walk in through this very ornate tunnel. And it's a tunnel. It's, it's a tunnel it's with a, butterflies stapled to it. Um, and you walk in, and the the the, funny. the stand for the folks who are greeting you is right there. And I, we were greeted by three of the unhappiest women I've ever seen in my entire life. And they whispered amongst themselves. We had a reservation. I gave them our stateroom number. And now I was in a scooter. And I don't know if they've ever seen a scooter before. (laughs) Well, not in Wonderland. They haven't. And there was a great deal of whispering and pointing. And finally, one was elected to take us to our seat. She never spoke, never smiled. Now, if you're in a scooter and you want to enter Wonderland, they take you over to this grand Gone with the Wind staircase and say... Can you walk? Can you walk a few steps? And I thought, you mean down this death trap of a staircase? (laughs) So I said, no, I'd rather stay in the scooter. Is is there a way to get downstairs? So they said yes. And they took us backstage to a freight elevator. And the freight elevator opened. And one of the Royal Caribbean cast members was standing in the elevator picking his nose. Mm -hmm. And I think he was shocked to see guests. And he said, are you getting on? And I said, well, we have, or yes, yes. So we were taken downstairs and brought into the restaurant. Now, there's no other way down into the restaurant other than this freight elevator or the going with the wind staircase. And there were many tables right at the entrance to the restaurant where we walked in. Uh, empty tables. And unhappy DeVille took us... <laughs> To the other side of the restaurant. Alice in Crabby Land. Really. Took us to the other side of the restaurant and decided that we should sit in the farthest corner. And John said... After walking the length of the restaurant... And I making finally, people move. Right. And everyone had to scoop their chairs in and everything. So, I finally said to her, listen, this is ridiculous. 
if you put us in the corner every time he has to get out or we have to get out, we're going to have to have everybody move. Can we sit here on the stupid aisle? So we came back about five feet, and she looked at the table, and she looked at me, and she looked at the table and said, here, drop the menus on the table. Well, that's not true, not the menus. She dropped picture frames on the table and walked away. So we thought, all right, here. Now, I want to also explain to you, the whole theme is Alice in Wonderland. So there's decorations, quote-unquote, that are supposed to be whimsical Alice in wonderland A little curiouser and curiouser. People are wearing the Mad Hatter sort of coat. There's the people who serve you. Every once in a while, someone dressed as Alice goes floating through. And it's all part of the theme. And you're given an, a picture frame with what looks like an, um, a whiteboard on it, like you would write on it. And you're sat down at the table, and there's oh, a Oh, you're paint, also given a paintbrush. A paintbrush is at the table waiting for you. And, and the, then they put a little, a little tiny bowl in front of you with water in it. And you have to paint your magic book. The waiter comes over and says, this is, we don't have a menu. Here's your magic book. Take your paintbrush and wet it and wet the menu. And words, well, I, I won't say that. Things start to appear that I think are supposed to be words. <laughs> I think mine was defective. John painted his and got a full menu. I got... But it was so hard to read. Spider web gray letters on a pink background. And being colorblind, I thought, I can't read this. So while we were sitting there next to us... <laughs> so while we were sitting there at the table next to us, they had a female server who explained that they had to paint their magic book using their magic ink. And apparently the gentleman stuck his paintbrush in his water glass and the server chastised him and said, that's not magic ink, that's water. This is magic ink. And I thought, all right, we're off to a start. So they, they brought me a different menu, one that had already been magic inked and I could read it. So I do want to preface and say that we had a very nice waiter. He could not have been better with us. Um, and he, he was a- trying to maintain whimsy. Yeah, he had a he had a bit of an accent, so we had trouble understanding him. But he was he tried so hard to make it clear, and he was great. So we have to say that this server was fantastic. Now we're going to have the picture of the menu, so you all can look at it and try and figure out what you want to eat. The menu comes, and we look, and the menu magically appears, and we look at it, and literally Kevin and I look at each other and goes, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what to order. I don't know what to order. There's words on a page. They don't seem to make sense. They're not related to food in any way. The magic book is broken up into five sections. Well, first of all, I have to say this. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry to keep interrupting you, but he comes over and he says, "Um, we like to hear that we don't have a traditional menu. We like to celebrate the five elements. (laughs) What? So we the have elements that we're celebrating are sun, ice, fire, earth, and sea. That's how the menu is broken up. And, and under each category, again, are words that don't seem to describe food, in my opinion. He kept telling us we should start with the sea because we were on a Royal Caribbean ship. So we said, we're kind of perplexed. Why don't you guide us? Why don't you take us where we need to go? And he said, I'm going to do that. I am going to bring you out treasures from the sea. We said, okay. So he came out with a tablespoon. Now you've all seen them, where you get a bite of food, 
And we got something called liquid lobster. Mm-hmm. It was like the essence of lobster. It was lobster essence. And it was a spoon. You remember gumballs? With a gumball-sized piece of lobster and a sauce. Now, I'm not going to tell you it was bad. I'm also not going to tell you it's a course. It's, it's at best an amuse-bouche. It's just a bite. Yep. Gone quickly again. I didn't think it was fantastic. But it was one of the things he wanted us to try. So the next thing that comes out is a shrimp. Oh, Oh, sorry. You skipped the... We got the bird's nest. The bird's nest. I don't think that was part of the sea. I think it was part of the earth. I I don't know. I think it was ice for some reason. And (laughs) he made a very big deal, the production value of the bird's nest. And it, it comes with smoke... Cheese and hot sauce. So we were kind of intrigued. And I think, I'm not sure smoke's on keto. Can I have smoke? <laughs> so he brings it out, and it's under a glass cloche, which is ceremoniously presented to us, and it's a deviled egg. <laughs> he, well, he lifts the cloche, and smoke comes out, and he wisps it around. And he kept saying, Ooh. And then he... <laughs> He waved the glass cloche in front of our face and showed so us smell the smoke. that it was a deviled egg with drops of hot sauce on it. And it was in a shredded wheat bird's nest. I think it might have been, I don't know what it was. It looked like wheat. It looked like wheat. <coughs> so we ate the deviled egg and he walked away. And now I love good food and I'm okay with some pretension. I'm okay with the way you decorate it and the way you present it. This just got sillier and sillier. So the next thing he comes out, apparently we're going back to the sea. He comes out with a a, a tiny little bowl. When I worked in the restaurant industry, we called them monkey bowls. It's probably about two and a half inches by two and a half inches. And it's filled with what looks like pink mayonnaise and shredded wheat with a shrimp tail and we each got one this was our c course and we were supposed to dip the um the shredded wheat shrimp in i forget what the sauce was called so picture like the cereal frosted shredded wheats around a shrimp so we both tried it and the problem was it crumbled and you got nowhere near the shrimp because it was all shredded wheat. So now you're sitting there with a mouthful of dry, crispy, shredded wheat, and you don't know what to do with it. So we kind of took a drink and swallowed it. So I spent the next minute picking some of the shredded wheat off the shrimp, and it was a shrimp. It was just a shrimp. <laughs> just a shrimp. In and shredded wheat. Shredded wheat. And... The pink mayonnaise was mayonnaise with some sort of hot sauce in it. So up until this point, I think we've kind of said to ourselves, all right, we get it. We get the how it's going to be. We get that this is going to be all fancy stuff. So then he brings out what they call a reconstructed caprese salad. And I believe at this point is when we lost it. <laughs> we totally lost it. He told us this was the caprese salad for two. Now, John and I love the tomato and mozzarella. Order a caprese salad all the time. This was 
a cherry tomato about the size of a golf ball. And it was sitting, someone on Twitter referred to it as the butt crack dish. It was sitting in the middle white of plate. this big white plate that was divided into three sections. There was one tomato, and there was like four or five chunks of mozzarella cheese. They had a little olive oil on them. And then on one side of the plate... Of the butt cheek. The butt cheek were little black specks on the plate. And on the other side, there were three dots. Think pencil eraser dots of balsamic vinegar. And we were invited to experience both sides of the caprese salad. So we just sat there and looked at each other like, what now are we he, supposed to do with a cherry now, tomato? He, he, at this point, takes scoops the stuff out of the crack and puts it in one side of the plate and sort of mishes, mushes it all together to create the salad. But then we had to move it to the other side. <laughs> so weird. And the other side, when we asked what it was, he explained to us that it was dehydrated and re-emulsified and crushed up olives. So, uh, once this was all done, John and I each had a tablespoon of crazy salad. And now we're into, I think we're our fourth thing, and, and we are I, starving. I'm, I'm guessing we have had maybe an ounce and a half of food. The crazy salad was tasty, but again, it was just this tiny, tiny bit of food and a giant plate and a ridiculous production for what could have been something else. So, at this point, we had kind of lost ourselves and... And Got we were the trying, giggles. We were trying very crazy. hard to be polite. This gentleman was very nice, and he was into this production. So he said he asked us what he kept telling us we could have more of anything. And I thought, well, if this is what you're offering me, I'm going to need like thirty or forty more. <laughs> exactly. Can you bring out sixteen of those shrimp and leave the shredded wheat behind? So I apologize for keep looking over because I can't keep all this in my head. We had to make a list of everything that we were served because it's all sort of. Again, not named what it should be, and it's a little confusing. So the first sort of quote-unquote main course we got was a short rib. Um, it was on the, what I can best describe as an artist's palate. Yeah. But it was thing. like this: the dish had a raised center where there was a short rib, a, slight, uh, a good size serving, a short rib, and a tamarind glaze, and then there was a white sauce, there was a red sauce, there was a black paste, and these were outlined. They were in little depressions all around the edge of this artist's palette, and he told us that we should use our imagination. So we each we tasted the white stuff, the red stuff, and the black stuff, and none of it tasted like anything. Right. I couldn't tell any of it apart, and it had no discernible flavor. I'm saying, do you, fl- do you taste anything at all? So now he like brings nothing? us out a bowl of brown swamp water and more of the tamarind glaze that went on the, the, the short rib. The tamarind glaze tasted like tamarind barbecue sauce. So we ate the short rib. We tried to pretend that we understood what we were supposed to do with all the accompaniments that tasted of nothing. The short rib was tasty. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Again, um, we each had about an ounce and a half. Yeah, if you, you shared it, and that was a tiny little thing. The next thing he brought out, actually brought out the same time as the short rib, was the bronzino. And he said to us, um, I'm going to bring you the bronzino. This is one of my favorite things. Everybody loves the bronzino. Everybody loves the bronzino. 
He brought it out, and for about 30 seconds, we looked at each other and said, do you see Bronzino? <laughs> and you'll see the Bronzino. It was a piece of bread, a long piece of bread, I'm going to guess six inches by three inches, and he said, I hope you enjoy this. And I said, okay, I hope I do too. And it was laying on, what was it laying like on? Like a coleslaw, Like almost. a coleslaw. And I kept thinking, I don't see fish. I just don't see it. So John picks up the flatbread looking for the fish, and we notice that it was, like, glued to the back of the flatbread. It's like it was clinging. I'm talking the fish was maybe a quarter of an inch thick. So we thought, okay, you eat it on the flatbread. Well, we were told, no, that's not how you ate it. The flatbread was to scoop up the fish and the coleslaw. And I thought, if you have to explain this to me, something, something's wrong. All right, moving ahead. Yep. We... Uh he said, do you like vegetables? Yes, we love vegetables. This was the baby vegetables in the garden. It came on soil, had little pebbles of soil. Um, and so it looked really cute. The description was cute on the menu. We said, okay, let's get it. We love vegetables. And out comes... The back of a toilet tank. Yeah, pretty much. It was this weird, weird, weird plate that looked like it came off the back of your toilet. Like white porcelain plate. About four inches thick. And in the middle of it were delicately arranged vegetables on soil. Now, remember from the Caprese salad and they had the olive dots that were reconstituted and dehydrated and reformed? The soil, he tells us, are these olives. Now, I will say the vegetables tasted like vegetables. There were beets and there were carrots. So I recognized what I was eating. Mm. And they were good. This was good. This is actually one of our favorites. We actually ordered... Actually, I'm going to stop saying actually. Okay. We ordered another one because it was recognizable. All right, so then, um, as this stuff came out, we realized we were so hungry. I said to the waiter, listen, can we order? Uh, go back and order more appetizers and stuff? He goes, yeah, whatever you want. I'll bring you whatever you want. So um, there's something called crispy crab cones. I thought these were going to be terrific. How came these teeny, tiny little ice cream cones with a scoop of crab in them? They had a, a, a morsel of crab and then a little bit of guacamole. And they were the kind of thing you would get at a past appetizer function when there are waitstaff walking around with trays of stuff. They are not a course. Right. Then there was, we ordered sashimi of red and white tuna. Completely unrecognizable. It was a tube about four inches long of what they tell me was tuna and instead of just serving beautiful sashimi they rolled it in parsley and it was on this sort of piece of wet noodle it didn't taste like sashimi it tasted like parsley yeah that actually tasted bad we actually mm. thought well, that was we didn't even finish that All so right. now we're still hungry now we're still hungry and we are sitting next to a table a very large party and um, they're ordering different stuff. And as they're ordering stuff, I'm looking at what they're getting. And at one point, they get something that comes in a clear plastic bag <laughs> that the waiter has to cut open. I turned to Kevin and I said, I don't know what they got, but I'm getting one. I want the thing in the bag. I want the thing in the plastic bag. Now, I should tell you that while we were sitting there, two tables around us were sat. And two tables around us got up and left before... The one of the husbands just didn't look like he wanted to paint the magic book. So out comes my... Wait, before you do this, he said to the waiter, I'd like the thing in the bag and I'd like the thing on the cake stand. <laughs> That's the other thing they got. <laughs> Something that came on a cake stand. 
This is how I'm ordering now. <laughs> so the waiter disappears again, and he comes back with a lime green cake stand, and he says, this is our pork cake. And there's um, plantain chips and sauce, and then we take the skin off and we make crackling. We call it chicharron. It was called Snap, Crackle, and Pork was the name of the dish. Now, it's served on a cake stand. (sighs) None of it was hot. None of it had any flavor. And it was tough. It It was just tough. So now he brings out a bowl. And in the bowl, there have been several things explained on Twitter that it looked like (laughs) the third episode of Nemo, the sad part. It was... It's like like if you went to a carnival and you want a fish. There was this plastic bag that looked like it was filled with water and a fish. It was weird. He explained to us that it contained an emulsion of five emotions. I am really glad that I looked away because otherwise I would have gone face first on the table and started screaming and laughing. And I, all I kept thinking is, just cut the bag open. Well, uh, they gave him not sharp scissors. kindergarten scissors, you know, the ones with the little rounded ends. And he, John posted a picture. He kind of had a hack through that plastic bag. I will add the video of him trying to get through the bag the first time and failing, and then having to attack it from a different angle, and finally opening it. And we find out that the emulsion of five emotions is... Mushroom soup. <laughs> well, it's also got a piece of fish in it. Was a halibut. There was a piece of halibut in it. Now, I'm going to be honest. The halibut was hot. Mm. The halibut, halibut tasted like halibut. It had no other flavor other than firm white fish. It was the best thing I ate the yeah, entire it was, night. It was good. I think the I think that the um, the rib was good. The short rib was good, and I think this was good. All right, so we're still hungry. <laughs> We've not had enough food. However, it's almost... The food I have eaten would fit in a small coffee cup. And we're also surprised at how little flavor anything had. So we're now on to let's just, let's get some dessert and let's go because we're going to have to get pizza because we're really hungry. So um, we said to him, listen, we're ready for dessert. What are you recommending? He goes, well, I'm going to bring you the best desserts. I'm going to bring you three of the best desserts. So the first thing he brings out is this giant chocolate sphere. And he says, I am going to reveal to you the world. This is the world dessert. And he pours out ca- uh, cocoa, hot cocoa or something. A hot caramel sauce? Yeah. Now, it melted the world. It melted the ball. And inside, now you have melted chocolate, caramel sauce, and inside was peanut butter ice cream. Okay, there's a winner. Right. So this was good. This was delicious. It was hot. It was a little pretentious, but it was a very fun sort of reveal and a cool dessert. So the other thing they brought, he brought out was the forbidden apple. <laughs> Looks like there's an apple on your plate. And it was to, gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Had a bit of uh, raspberry sorbet next to it. And then he does a whole presentation where he says, this looks like an apple, but it's got a surprise. And he puts the knife into it and it's cranberry mousse. With, like, fondant over it or something like that? It was a, it, they made the apple yeah. out of fondant, and they filled it full of sour cranberry mousse. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was really It was bad. so pretty. It was very pretty, but it was bad. And then finally, it, the third dessert he gave us was called Dreams. We had to get <laughs> Dreams, right? 
Had to. Had to get dreams. And this was, it looked like uh, sort of a scene from Alice in Wonderland. Or a scene from Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Like we were trying to save Princess Peach. It had um, little mushroom on the plate and other little cute things on the plate. And it was terrible. <laughs> it I was, think they candied a real mushroom. <laughs> it looked like when we took it apart. It's like, this looks like a real mushroom cap. Now, I understand whimsy. I was there to play along. I was there for the wonder. I was there for the story. I was there for the playfulness. However, pretension has to be followed up with decent, tasty food. And the problem with this was most of it was an epic fail. It was more about, it was style over any substance whatsoever. And there was no having a real conversation because everything was a voila moment. Um, and there were, th- I think there were three things we actually enjoyed. Everything else, for the most part, was like, this has no flavor. This that was the no- biggest problem. Besides the, the silliness and the pretension of it all, and the weirdest plates you've ever seen in your life. Again, I'm willing to, I'm willing to play along. But nothing had flavor. Nothing was hot. And this was taking them a great deal of time to make this artistic presentation. Yeah, was there was a great deal of prep work going on in the kitchen. And again, I go back to, if you're spending all the time on looks and not on the flavor or the temperature or the well-preparedness of this, this is not a good thing. The bottom line of all this is it's $54.99 per person plus gratuity. That's if you would like to eat here. That's an upcharge, an additional charge to the regular cruise price. Again, we had the ultimate dining package, so it was included for us, so we didn't feel like we would wasted any money on it or anything. But this is expensive. And I also want to say this, too. We were having fun on Twitter. We were having fun on Instagram about this experience because it was, it was kind of outrageous. And several and they people... even had obnoxious silverware. They did. Well, even the silver- silverware. Let me just say real quick. A couple people had tweeted back, we ate here a couple cruises ago and we loved it it was our favorite we did not find it to be our favorite but you know what people have different opinions gotta talk about the silverware even the silverware was obnoxiously pretentious it was there'll be pictures of it you'll just have to look at it stylized it was stylized and the handle was on one side of the fork and the fork was on the other the whole thing the whole thing I understand what they were going for. In my mind, they missed by a good mile. Right. And again, I definitely have to say, our waiter was superb. He was very good. He brought us stuff, and he was explaining it, and he was doing the whole presentation. And no matter what I asked for, even in my silliness of saying, listen, I want the thing in the bag, and I want the thing on the cake plate, he was right to it and did it and had no issues with me Well, at one point, he said to me, I have to run. I have to go get something. And I said, oh, I'm late. I'm late. And he turns around and he goes, what are you late for? And I thought, hmm? Really? He didn't. My Alice in Wonderland white rabbit went over his head. just went out the window. One of the things I do have to say is this. One of the things we didn't get was the tomato water. <laughs> and there was a family at the table next to us who got the tomato water. And I think they, at, four of them at one time did a spit take. <laughs> And spit it out and went, this is awful. We were sitting next to a very large party. 
And they were leaving. They arrived and leaved, leaved. They arrived they and leaved. left at the same time we did. And we all ended up at Sorrento's Pizza in the promenade and each had a couple of slices of pizza. We've eaten really well this cruise yeah, really from well. simple salads to steak and surf and turf. And the, mo- the food's been great. We had amazing sushi last night. So the food's been really good. This was this was this was funnier than good. And that's not a good review for a restaurant. The silliness and the pretension just overtook the food and they should they should try and make a balance there. If they want to be that whimsical, spend more time making sure that the food tastes good. Agreed. All right, that'll do it for our review of Wonderland on Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Harmony of the Seas. Um, we'll be back with a full review of our cruise and a few f- full uh, explanation of what happened, including our uh, perfect day in Coco Cay. We want to talk about that as well with you. But until then, we hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. Bing bong.